welcome to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. Man, it has been been two weeks since we've we've had a show, but we're going to be back. We're glad to be back. This week is episode 49. We're going to be discussing the We Canna Be Professional Network event with Jackie Torres. How's everybody doing this evening? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? Doing good. good doing good. How's how's it out? You're in Houston, correct? Yes, Houston. I'm out of Houston, north side of Houston. What's the weather been like out there? Oh, well, you know, hot, then raining for about 30 minutes, and then super hot again, then maybe a little humid, then hot. <laughs> At least you're getting rain, right? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, well, we finally gotten rain for a long time. We weren't having rain, but now we're kind of getting rain. So yeah. So let's talk about the event you've got going on, the We Canna Be Professional event. What spurred this? What got this going for you? So professionally, I'm a utility and insurance broker. I have a background of selling building materials, working with investors, you know, for the flips and such like that. And I would go to these professional networking events you know, to build my network, build my book in this area, build my book in that area. And as bold as I am from time to time, um, I would have hemp joints and I'd spark them up at these random bars, at these random networking events here in Houston. And people will kind of give me stink eye or they'll kind of look at me like, what is this girl really sparking up flower? No guys, it's hemp flower. I'm not silly, right? <laughs> but at the same time, I wanted to be able to break that stigma. I personally, I don't drink. So these drink tickets I get gifted. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I rather blaze. That's just my thing. I rather just chill, talk to people. You know, if, if you can smoke your cigarette, I can smoke, smoke my hemp too. It's still fair game. And so from time to time, I would have that. But I wanted to be able to provide an environment where it's a little bit of both. But also people are still coming together to create value and to be educated about hemp and cannabis. So this is a professional networking event where people of all types can come and network with each other. So people in real estate, for example, a lot of loan officers want to meet realtors. It's perfect to come and do that and to connect, right? If you're in building materials, it's good to work with different people in roofing, right? Where it comes into cannabis, right? I chose this bar in particularly because they are very open-minded and educating people about cannabis in general. And so the purpose of this event is of course a professional networking event, but highlighting a key panelist of guest speakers to be there to educate fellow Texans about our laws, right? Sometimes I say some of these things out loud and people are like, yeah, that sounds good. I'm like, no, this is literally legal in Texas to be able to obtain a medical marijuana um, prescription, right? So some of the people on the lineup is a Texas cannabis attorney out of Houston, Texas, right? The executive vice president and CEO of Texas Medical Marijuana Doctors, a couple cannabis doctors themselves, and a couple other people. But here's a one big thing that I really want to highlight is people are going to listen to the doctor. Down the street from where this event is yeah. held, four minutes is the Houston Medical Center right? Medical Center is one of the biggest in the world, right? A lot of people fly to Houston specifically yes. for medicinal, right? Specifically yeah. for that. And so what I've been targeting are people who've been in car accidents like myself. I was in a very bad car accident five years ago, five herniated discs, you know, thought I had full coverage, right? Thought Lord. everything was good. But when it came to the medicinal side, I kept getting referred to get these injections, taking these different pills and stuff. And I was very coachable and teachable to the system, right? Still taking CBD and everything else within within moderate reason, but nothing generally really helped, 
Yeah, you know, nothing I, genuinely really helps. Nothing genuinely really connected with me. And so having that here for this event is just to educate people that, hey, any negative connotation that's there, I believe is due to a lack of education. You come to this event, borrow my belief. And once you see it there in person with the energy and you get to pick the brains of the panelists afterwards, it's game, you know, just moving forward from there. You know, I can, uh, I can totally relate to the whole spine and bad disc issue. I've suffered with uh, de degenerative disc disease myself, uh, had two cervical surgeries so far and probably not done. Uh, if, if they'd have their way, as far as I'm concerned, I'm done at least till I have to again, but I totally relate to the, you know, they want you to do the injections. They want you to do the physical therapy. And, and a lot of times the physical therapy is more agonizing than, than the problem itself really. Mm -hmm. Precisely. I've, I agree. I've been through the physical therapy thing for a herniated disc in my back. It's a pain at the time, but it's one of those things that you, you have the, I, I say personally, you have the way out what the benefit's going to be at the end long term that you do the physical therapy. Yes. And I feel like one thing that can definitely be implemented into physical therapy are things, for example, as using a posture pump. What I use, my first car accident, I'm going to be honest with you, my attorney, he didn't care about me, right? He was like, oh, yeah, I don't even know where to send this girl. I've sent her here and there. Like, really? You're supposedly been a gentleman who's been in business for 20 years, and you don't even know where to send me from here? Red flag. Next time around, I finally got good treatment. But the doctor that I was with, he was very open-minded. He's like, I wish I could technically prescribe you CBD, but I do highly recommend that you take it before as a moisture on your spine. And I'll use a device called a posture pump, more than welcome to Google it. Um, and between, I did see the difference. That wasn't something that I was getting before, right? Something natural treatment. And it really genuinely allowed me to be able to thoroughly breathe and feel my oxygen and just feel it go through like my blood, you know, just in that process. And I generally see the growth, you know, some days it's hard, some days it's good, some days it's not, but it does help make our days better, you know? So that's what's that's what I'm really, really excited about this event. It's just for people, I've had nurses I've spoken to, they want to bring their parents, right? For example, I'm Hispanic on the spectrum. Yeah. It's either heck yeah, gung ho, or if not, no shot, you're gonna get in trouble. Like, <laughs> you know, like, and that's just the way it is. It's only one way or the other. So it's bringing some of the old school mindsets that, hey, some of the things you were taught, you know, maybe you were just misled. Come learn, come get educated, come ask these people. And here at the same time, you can get registered to be able to speak to a doctor. No guarantees, right? But you can still register and still talk to these people and get this information done here in Midtown of Houston, Texas. I think people underestimate just how many ailments technically fall under the programs we have in place. Like. The incurable oh, yes. neurodegenerative item is just oh, how many things I've heard get thrown underneath <laughs> that yeah. that item. Because I mean, like you're talking about, Chris says he has a degenerative disc. Well, obviously, the, probably the nerves are going with it, so he's got an incurable neurodegenerative disorder going on. Right. If you have a TBI, you have an incurable neurodegenerative disorder going on. Yeah, if you suffer from neuropathy, I mean. Any of the, the heavy disorders like Parkinson's, uh, you know, MS, et cetera, they're all in there. Yes. Yes, exactly. And it's just opening the minds to people that, hey, this has been around thousands of years. Whether you believe in this or not, the results are going to show. They have shown, right? What else more can we do to be able to just th 
thoroughly educate you and convey to you that this is here to help whether you'd like to or not. It's free game. You know, it's just right here. If you want to serve yourself the cup or not, the cup's there, you know? And so uh, with this event as well, my goal is once a month, well, once a quarter on the second month of the quarter, ideally is when I will have this event. Okay. So it's always going to be held at least four times a year. The next time I will held it will be in October. Ideally it would have been November, but just to kind of educate more people before the election, just so they know that, Hey, this is who's in our backyard. Or even if you're from Austin, you drive down from here, this is still Texas, right? This is still all of us. It's not going to take just me. It's going to take all of us together. That's just going to help grow and educate people more about it, you know, and letting professionals know, Hey, you know what? Yeah. I do blaze too a couple times, Jackie. I used to be scared to tell people that I, I'm okay with using hemp or, you know, either plant, right? I used to be scared and afraid I'd lose their business, but now I know what I can bring to the table. I know the value that I can help with people. I know that regardless on the insurance side, I'm still going to close business. We're still going to be able to help educate families about their insurance portfolio. I'm still going to be able to help them with the utilities. If it's a big determining factor that I consume or use hemp or, canna- hemp or cannabis, right? both right it's the same as cannabis plant right um but if it's a big determining factor please let me know i'm more than happy to refer you to the next utility and insurance broker because there's realistically there's enough business for everybody but at the same time it's just with a different mindset i want to work with people who are genuinely serious about creating value i hear value all the time and it's one thing to say it's another thing to do it i would hear people say all the time oh yeah that'd be a great idea networking events you know, hemp and, you know, the bars outside, people from inside the bar, they didn't even know what was going on last time. And they all came outside and were so fired up. And then people are asking me, thank you so much for holding this event. I'm a vet. I'm a veteran. You know, I served in Vietnam or I was in Afghanistan or I was in Iraq for 10 years. And, you know, there's just different ways you can relate with people. And my goal is to be able to expand this more international over time. Um, I was supposed to have a gentleman for sign language to make it to the event, but unfortunately, due to other things, he isn't able to make it. But the plan is to be able to have translators there on the side, you know, as this grows. So as for now, at Social Beer Garden, I'm really grateful for the owners and their vision, you know, just for who they are as people for us to be able to make this event happen. Now, I will admit, it is one of those bars where the parking is limited and you got to walk on the block and stuff. But that's okay, right? Back in the days, we used to do that. We used to walk a couple blocks. It's all right, you know, get the blood flow going till we get there and just go from there. It's an outside event. Um, So I tell people, you know, dress accordingly. It's Houston, Texas weather in the evening on a Friday, you know. Um, (laughs) You're you're out near, you're close enough to the ocean. It's humid. Dress appropriately. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, precisely. What's on your mind, Chris? Uh, I, I, I just listening and, and I think it's wonderful. I, I like the idea of the quarterly events, uh, and, and anything I think we can do to help promote that uh, as you do it, we're, we'd be happy to do, I, I would imagine, uh, because you're providing education, you know, uh, and, and everybody you talk to that's in this industry today will tell you education is the key with not only teaching the lawmakers what we need to teach them, because most of them pretty well know it now. You know, if they don't, they're just turning a blind eye, right? But uh, when, when you talk about the public, I mean, it's amazing to me the number of people that I run into day in, day out, that, that like I'm wearing this shirt, Plant Save Vets, right? Uh, 
they'll look at me and go, well, what does that mean? And I'll say, well, if you've got five minutes, I'll explain it to you, you know, and I give them just a brief rundown. Oh, we've got a medical program in Texas. I didn't know that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just exactly. Yes. And just letting people know that's an option, right? There's different, find a cannabis doctor near you. Right. And I tell people, look, it's not going to be like other states where it's a lot, but it's a start. It's something somewhere because believe it or not, you really don't need a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's a whole other conversation, but even where we are at to start, it's literally just enough for somebody who's never tried it anything in their life. Right. And there's different variables. They can get it. They can get it as tinctures. They can get it as gummies. Right. Of course, flowers not available right now. Maybe one day. <laughs> God knows with Texas, right? What? But still, that's still great. And it's still something to be able to provide value for people, right? Because a lot of people, maybe they don't want to, you know? It's one of those Go things ahead. of, we talk about at times where we talk about like police and how the police handle these types of things where people go, they're only throwing the serious criminals. It's like, well, you don't understand until you've experienced it. A lot of people don't change their mind until they've experienced it. And the same thing happens on the other side of the fence with this program that they get a hold of it and they get to have some relief. And then they're like, wow, I did not realize it yeah. was this, it was had this potential to it. And now that they've got that taste and they realize that it has that potential, they're like, whoa, well, we need to do something about this program. And it's like, yeah, that's what we've been trying to do for like the last 10 years in this state. Give you a reasonable medical program. That doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to be a part of. In Texas, it's beyond yeah. an arm and a leg. It's a, like yeah. a spleen to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not far away, really. <clears throat> yes. And, and that's what brings another good point, too. I wanted to get so big to the point where medical providers, they don't want to miss out. Now they want to insure people with cannabis prescriptions. Now they want to be a part of this industry, right? I just wanted to get to the point where it forces medical providers to be able to be like, you know what? No. People do need their cannabis prescription, right? They do need this. So, yeah. Well, it is time for our sponsor break here at the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Chris Gramps Grizzolia. This is episode 49. We're going to be discussing the We Cannabis Professional Networking event with Jackie Torres of Buffy Baby. We will be right back after these sponsor messages. Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas. A full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas. From traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information. 
Oak Cliff Cultivators is a sponsor of Texas Cannabis Collective and the Lone Star Collective Podcast. Oak Cliff focuses on quality assurance with their hemp products while providing customer service to help you discover cannabinoids to meet your needs. Their product line includes hemp flour, pre-rolls, CBG tinctures, edibles, Delta Eat, and merch. For more information on their product's quality or to shop online today, visit oakcliffcultivators.com or contact them at info at oakcliffcultivators.com. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more, to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams and Austin Sam Hariri. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host, Gramps. This week is episode 49, the Week Can It Be Professional Networking Event. Joined by Jackie Torres, who is set up and hosting this event out in Houston, Texas. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? Great. Great. I've, I've said Buppy Baby several times, but we haven't mentioned yet during the show what Buppy Baby is. Uh, please elaborate about Buppy Baby. So what Buppy Baby is, is we are a company that educates family about eco-friendly products and services. So when it comes to services, I've been a utility broker since 2018, helping clients with services such as electricity, internet, cable, partner with a bunch of companies like Verizon, Sprint, AT&T, Spectrum, Zoom. Um, with Zoom is how I really help people with eco-friendly electricity. As for products, I work with hemp and bamboo products. So fabric made out of hemp and bamboo. So there's different textiles that it can be made, jersey, whichever. Um, so I currently import the fabric from Nepal. Sometimes I work with this other lady in Philadelphia to split the logistics. Um, but the whole purpose of educating people about fabric is the way Buppy Baby came about to answer that is one day my son, uh, his name's Nikolai, we were just vibing. And out of nowhere, it just hit me to call him Buppy Baby. So he was dancing and groovy. And I'm like, he's a Buppy Baby name, Nikolai. I said, he's a Buppy Baby name, Nikolai. And he looks at me like, what? What did you just say, mom? And then he started grooving with it. And I didn't know what to call it at the time because we call diaper my son. Um, a lot of people in the cloth diapering community, very modern now, that's another conversation, but they use hemp products as the absorbent material, as the absorbent pad. So back in the day, people would swaddle them. There are certain swaddles these days made out of hemp and bamboo or hemp and terry, whatever it's mixed with, because hemp is a very, very absorbent fabric. So I've grown to learn that depending upon what it's woven with, the more you wash it, the more absorbent it becomes. Reason being is because at first the material, when you get it, you kind of still feel that oily texture for it within the fibers, but the more you wash it, the more absorbent it becomes. Now here's the thing. The fabric is so soft enough for a baby's bottom 
but it's also durable enough if I wanted to go and clean my truck and get get through a couple things. It's that durable. I dare people to try to pull it, try to tell it apart. I mean, take, you could probably rip apart your own t-shirt before you can pull that apart. And I've had men who they're like, wait, they kind of feel intimidated by their strength. I'm like, look, sir, it's just very strong material. And so not only is it soft, not only is it waterproof, not only does it get even more better, right? It's very, very durable over time. And so I've done different tests, right? And it can it can hold a lot of good liquid. And so originally when I did Buffy Baby, I wanted to mainly market it toward um, newborn mothers and such like that. But that's when I was, I feel like I was thinking on a smaller scale because it's really much more than that. I started doing pop-ups in Houston. You know, when you see on the corner, everybody has their 10 by 10s and we're using you know doing that that's how i originally started it out grinding it out you know every other saturday maybe on a sunday twice back-to-back days i have my actual buffy baby out there letting people fill it around so i'll make absorbent pads or i'll make cloths or i make handkerchiefs or nursing pads a lot of nursing pads are disposable and in landfills today did you know that a disposable diaper regular ones they take 500 years to decompose decompose my yes it literally triples its own weight times three and turns into a chemical gel like gross even mm-hmm. our own stuff i hate to say it, it's still out there in landfills today versus something made out of hemp and bamboo even if it was tossed in an attic sour somewhere or wherever it ends up it's still going to decompose back to the earth Maybe not next year, maybe not in three years, but it will definitely get back into the earth and it'll grow back for the better. Does that make you, sense? And so, yeah, you, go ahead. You, you talk about this durability and I couldn't help but laugh earlier because I'm I'm like, I, got, I wish I could find a six-year-old version of my son because this kid, <laughs> he'd get, I, they told me he got angry at school at one point and he took a notebook, like a very tightly spiral notebook, apparently just ripped it apart like he was the Hulk. And they were like, we know adults that can't do that. <laughs> what is your kid on? And I'm like, I have no idea. I, was like, he, I don't know what you did to Ingram that much. I've never seen that. But I'm like, you see that? And I'm like, these kids will find a way. You give a six-year-old something and say, of you course. can't tear this. They're like, you hold hold my juicy cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold my sippy cup real quick. No, of course. So here's a, okay. here's another way I can say this. Maybe not the threading will last. But the fabric for sure will definitely be something for you to have to really try against too. And you're more than welcome to try it at my event. At my event, I do have free samples for people to be able to have there just to be able to see the difference, even when it's layered up, how you can feel the difference as well. Uh, But my whole thing is I really want to educate people a lot on the fabric. I really, really do. Because I started having families with children who had eczema or other serious skin diseases. And I've worked with several skin doctors um, just for them to try things out, um, nothing official, but just to see the difference. And it definitely helps versus other recommended fabrics that people have tried before. I guess just because, hey, it's just more compatible with our body. Maybe it's that, you know, only any only the plant really knows what it's really doing, you know, but at the same time, being able to create an alternative for people where, man, I've tried this fabric. I've tried this. I've tried that from this. I've tried all that. And my child is still breaking out or they're still having this. And then they clean themselves with that in the shower or maybe a skin routine, whatever it is. And it helps. Now I want to be able to get more trials behind this for people as well. Or, Hey, you know what? Now that's in your local Walgreens, you know, that you can go, you know, for sure you'll have, that hemp cloth there 
because that's something that will for sure not make it worse. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, some, I, I one question and I'll, I'll hand it over to Chris. So I did the, the cloth diaper thing for my son when he was an infant. Really? And the one thing I want to ask about is how does it work with trying to strip? I call it stripping the, the chemicals, the, the, the urine buildup that happens because the cloth diaper, you typically use vinegar. Vinegar strips out the excess urine that's still stuck in the diaper. And I'm wondering, does the same thing happen? Do you use the same method to strip a hemp bamboo fiber diaper? Yes. And so here's a trick too. There are certain hemp and bamboo diapers. They're mixed with microfiber, you know, and microfiber is not good for skin to skin contact. So sometimes people use vinegar. There's something else called RLR. You can find it on Amazon. That's something that I like to use as a good, all right, not OxyClean, not Tide or anything. What I use to thoroughly strip is I use RLR. I let it sit in hot water, right? And let it all get out, all the dirt. And you can do this with dirty work clothes. You can do this with anything. But this is one of the things where it doesn't affect the fabric too much, but it still cleans it. Does that make sense? Where it's not like making it fall apart. Like, no, it's still getting clean, um, but it's not enough where it's like, oh, it's too hard on the fabric. Does that make sense? It's a good blend to be able to get a thorough good mix. So that's what I've been able to find. Cause I tried vinegar. I tried a lot of other different alternatives, but as of right now, that's one of the best things that has definitely helped us. And we've called diaper him since he was two and a half months old. And now he's a toddler, we're potty training. So sometimes we use them every now and then, but that's definitely what's helped me for sure, RLR. Chris? I was gonna ask you, you say you import all your fabric. Uh, Where do you import it from? So I get it from Nepal. And then when when the lady in Philadelphia, when we can't split, (laughs) we actually get it from Nature's Fabrics. Have you heard of Nature's Fabrics? Mm -mm. Okay, they are a very great company. We're US based, they have a whole diversity of fabric when it comes to hemp and different blends. Hemp and terry, hemp and wool, hemp and just many different things in different colors, something that would feel like a scarf, right? And so I would get it from them as well. Uh, They're really, really great. They'll sell it by the bundles, by the yards. Um, So that's where I would get it. The goal is to eventually manufacture in Texas. That'll take time, right? But um, that's where I get it at this time. Yeah, that was going to be my next question was, you know, is there not any sources here in the United States for, for what you're doing? But but obviously there is from what you're saying, uh, but they don't have what you get from Nepal, right? Right. It's just the way that they strip it and the way that they weave it. Because typically what's done is the stock, of course, think of like nails. They're beating it against and it's getting mm-hmm. into fibers like my hair. And that's where they wove it together with other with other plants, right? Whatever it is that they choose to weave it with. There are different cultural benefits as to how they do it that makes the oil last longer because sometimes the oil's too thick or sometimes the oil is um, it's just like not enough or maybe the, the stock was too dried up and now the fabric isn't as, as quality. If that makes sense, there's different determining factors to it, but I definitely sure. do believe a healthier plant helps. Sure. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to have... Uh, we're going to go into a sponsor break here real quick. Sorry to cut you off like that, Chris. That's all right. We'll get back in the groove. Don't worry. This is episode 49. I'm your host, Jesse Williams, for this week's episode, joined by co-host Chris Gramps-Grizzia. 
This is episode 49, the We Cannot Be Professional Networking Event podcast episode. We'll be right back after these sponsor messages. Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas. A full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas. From traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information. Oak Cliff Cultivators is a sponsor of Texas Cannabis Collective and the Lone Star Collective podcast. Oak Cliff focuses on quality assurance with their hemp products while providing customer service to help you discover cannabinoids to meet your needs. Their product line includes hemp flour, pre-rolls, CBG tinctures, edibles, Delta Eat, and merch. For more information on their product's quality or to shop online today, visit oakcliffcultivators.com or contact them at info at oakcliffcultivators.com. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more, to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams and Austin Sam Hariri. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined by co-host Chris Gramps-Grizzolia. This is episode 49, the We Canna Be Professional Networking event. Joined by guest Jackie Torres of Buppy Baby. How's everybody doing? Amazing. Fantastic. How are you guys? Great, great. I was going to ask you, just before the break, uh, you're talking about you, you want to start doing manufacturing here, but you're already doing some part of the manufacturing process here, right? So yes and no. There are, I do work with several commercial realtors where we've already looked at some warehouses and we looked at some greenhouses for what's to be done um, because I do want to grow my own fiber and I do want to be the one that I'm getting it. I don't want to outsource this, meaning I'm getting other people's stock. Um, I do want that to be my own. Um, but at this time where it comes to making the products, yes, I do make the products. I don't make the fabric, but I do make the products myself. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple other people in Houston that I'm thinking about manufacturing the t-shirts through them. Um, uh, but nothing is official as of this time. As of right now, I mainly am the one doing it along with a couple other seamstresses that help me out with the workload from time to time. 
So you eventually, your eventual goal is to get it for, to, from seed to sale, basically. Yes, sir. Okay. So let's talk about where the event's going to be at. Give these details out. I've got the little thing scrolling across the bottom for those watching the video. Yes. So it's going to be at Social Beer Garden, which is off San Jacinto and Elgin um, in Midtown. So right after downtown, right when you pass the freeway, it's going to be there. Um, it's going to be from 7 to 9 p.m. Typically networking events, they're 6 to 9, but 7 to 9 is honestly a really good Friday, a really good time frame realistically for professional networking events in Houston. At 8 p.m. exactly is when the lineup is going to start. So it's going to start off with me, and then it's going to start off with me just introducing the rest of the panelists and then our final panelists will close it out from there from eight to nine is typically where we're thinking about how the rest of the time frame will be and then afterwards for the most part typically people stick around stick around pick each other's brains and such like that so it's going to be at social beer garden from seven to nine this friday the 19th um and it's going to be great we're really excited to see a lot of new people that have been eager to go ask these questions they're like all right I have a, qu a couple questions for the doctor. I got a couple questions for the attorney, you know? I love the ask the question for a doctor thing because you get a few legitimate questions and then you get a question where it's like, someone's like, my elbow, it hurts when my head goes like that. Can you help me with that one? <laughs> and the doctor's like, that one guy. Mm, I don't know how cannabis is gonna fix that, but okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I went and the last time we had this, they're like, "Wait, can I get it for this? Can I get it for that?" I'm like, "Their qualifications. Go register so you could talk to them. You know, go, go, you know, pick it, pick their brains. They're right here, right by you. You can look these people in the face and see the energy and yeah. see the intention behind their eyes. You know, because we're here, we want people to come and ask us questions. We want you to start saying, okay, is this really true? We're here to debunk all those things. And meanwhile, while our panelists are speaking on the big screen, we're going to have a slideshow of just random facts. So for example, telling people hemp, marijuana, both the cannabis plant, but still a cannabis plant. They're like cousins, but having a physical prescription and description of that, right? Showing you here, here's what some prescriptions could look like right this is just an example right this is what this is you know building materials i do have hempcrete on there and hemp insulation my big goal as well is on the insurance side is to partner with more people in buppy baby to help people with hempcrete and insulation home insurance companies they'll discount you a little bit on it because one it's eco-friendly material and two for the most part it does not catch fire you can put it at blow churches you guys know that and it won't catch fire now that's not saying the whole house won't catch fire yeah. right but for the most part if the foundation and most of the structural walls are built with that it's not much debris and it's not going to cost more to rebuild your the, home. the same guy who asked the elbow question will be like but i put hemp creep in my walls and the couch still caught on <laughs> fire what happened? <laughs> what happened exactly so it's trying so it's having those pictures to kind of slow it down a little bit for my people who are still catching up you know, yeah. so, so it's having that picture description to back up the words. Well, something you brought up about putting a fact on a slide, and it's something I brought up with our board that I was like, man, I didn't realize that there was this misinformation where it was coming from. Um, I re-enrolled to go to Texas State in the fall, can resume and try to finish my degree up, and they had to give me alcohol training. I was like, great, you know, six years of being in the Navy and getting this stuff every other month, just what I needed, alcohol training. 
but they had a portion about cannabis and marijuana and it was so old that they're like cannabis aka marijuana is an intoxicating blah 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 i was like yo we've what and i had to go look up the references they had they gave and it was from 2018 and i realized they made this well before the farm bill was passed so now you have a bunch of college kids getting training on cannabis and they're going well cannabis is marijuana what is hemp? there's no such thing as hemp and i realize there's people who've been going to school since 2018 they finished their degrees they've done this training every year and now they have it embedded in their mind that there's no such thing as hemp exactly and that brings me to another point here in houston legally if you're caught with under four ounces of actual flour like marijuana flour then you get sent to a marijuana class now i must admit when this first happened i actually had to unfortunately attend this class when i attended this class they misled a lot of people they were saying oh it's very intoxicating it could do this it can do that and i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. this is showing pushing the negative connotation on this and this is the law you know and this is still getting updated every day this needs to get updated because yes there can be that educational class but you also you know what if you're gonna get caught at least have a medical prescription and you are licensed to have you are prescribed the gummies you don't need to go down the street you know what i mean and end up back in here you know saying oh i don't know where i got that from playing all silly you know and so in the here in harris county my goal is to be able to inspire somebody in the law force because i'm not in law right i'm not sure how that will work but to be able to do that is what i really want to be able to grow that as well as like hey got to switch up the, the verbiage here you know all this negative connotation to it you're not educating people you say you want to educate people about flower prove it put real facts on here but where the real growth will grow that's what i want to see on here i don't want to see oh it's gonna mess it's gonna mess with this it's gonna mess with that yeah. you know let's put real facts on here in front of these people yeah, I was not happy reading. They're like, oh, it causes anxiety and delusional behavior. I'm like, where in the world did you get this from? People take it to get rid of their anxiety. And the anxiety that's driving them to becoming delusional. Rebirth of reefer madness, maybe? Yeah. I, I, I get it. it there, there's, and there are people that when they do consume a high quantity of THC, it really messes with their head. Absolutely. And, and, I mean, and, and that's a just, a, it's just yeah. a fact that this isn't for everybody. Well, and just because it isn't for everybody doesn't mean we should stop anybody from having access to it. it that's the right. exact point right there. I mean, it, the, number one, you're right. It's like any substance, everything, everybody reacts to things differently. And, and there are people, although, you know, a lot of people want to go oh, BS when they talk about cannabis hypermesis syndrome. But there are people that legitimately have an issue with too much cannabis, too much THC. Yes. The same thing can be said for any of the other compounds within the cannabis plant. Uh, and you have to know how it reacts and works for you and doesn't, whether it does or doesn't, you know, and there are some people that it won't. Exactly. And that's what I tell people too, is just at the end of the day, any negative connotations due to a lack of education. You don't have to try it. Just go listen, be around people who are like-minded and looking for this information just like you, right? I have people, maybe their spouse consumes and then they do not. 
right? But they're fine because they have that pers- they have that perspective and their respect because they've seen the results, they've seen the changes, they've seen how it genuinely helps. They see how something like Tylenol, they're trying to treat it for like, oh, my t- Tylenol is going to help me with anxiety. And then now they have all these random side effects. Like, did you know that you can randomly start bleeding taking Tylenol? Like, what? I don't want to yeah. randomly bleed out of nowhere out of my nose because I'm taking Tylenol because it doesn't mix correlating with my body. I think, I think you know? people would be quickly confusing that you're taking Tylenol for snorting something else if you're just randomly bleeding <laughs> out of your nose. <laughs> so right? put that yeah, out there. But... <laughs> yeah, of course. But you know what I mean? It's just like really just educating people and saying, hey, you know, this is here. You could take it. You could run with it. But once it's been issued, it can't be refunded. You've already heard it, right? Whether you want to take it and you want to leave it, it's just up to you if you want to take action. And regardless, once, we're still going to be here to help you help you take action. Once that bell's been rung, there's no unringing it. Exactly. And energy's transferred. I tell people that all the time. Energy's transferred. I'm very intuitive. And so I agree. Sometimes people, they if they consume a high amount, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't sit well, you know, they're, they're not in a good mindset. They're not used to having something that's just so good that can genuinely help, you know, and it's just really being able to educate people. We start somewhere, start from the bottom. We don't want to confuse anybody at the event. We just want to do with the basics. Come ask us for more from there. Keep tuning into the events, keep tuning in. We're going to have for the most part, the same panelists, but every now and then have guest speakers come in from time to time to be able to plug in that value that they brought from where they're from, right? Because it's not just about us. It's about Houston, very diverse for everybody yeah. in Texas. So yeah. is there any, as we wrap this up, is there anything that you had on your mind, something you really wanted to push forward that you haven't talked about yet on the show? I would have to say that there are people out there who do genuinely care about your growth in any aspect of your life whether it's something in your business or whether it's with cannabis or whatever the case may be, just know that there is somebody out there who is willing to answer your question and who is willing to help you pass the baton to move forward to do to another shifting greatness. What all I recommend is that you keep focused, you keep your head down and what it is that you do, but you also tune into events like this because it really does help to be open-minded. When you become open-minded, it only forces you and allows you to grow. And if you want genuine growth in your life, then I recommend being open-minded and coming to an event like this. Awesome. Plug your your social media accounts where people can get get more information about the event, yourself, what you're doing with Buppy Baby. Okay, awesome. At Jackie's Classy, at Buppy Baby. (laughs) Those are both of those two. See here, I had a... A special little thing for it, but for more information, that's about the show. Yeah, the Week Canopy Professional Events, the 19th of August this year, 2022, from 7 o'clock to 9 p.m., 1900 to 2100 for you military folk. Those people who work the 24-hour time in the rest of the world, the rest of the sane clock reading world, as I call it. At the Social Beer Garden in Houston, Texas. Um, Explain again where Social Beer Garden is at real quick. It's off Elgin and San Jacinto in Midtown. It's about minutes from Minute Maid Park. Awesome. Okay. And then I said for more information on the event, Buppy Baby at Buppy Baby on Instagram. And then I have our username, our names up here for the show, and she put her other ones, Jackie's Classy, on Instagram. 
we appreciate you giving us your time, Jackie. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on this show. It's a very pleasure. Thank you guys for what you are doing in this industry to help educate people. I really appreciate you guys. And, and thank you as well. All righty. Well, that is going to do it for this week on the Lone Star Collective podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps, a.k.a. Chris Grizzolia. This was episode 49, the We Can It Be Professional networking event. Our guest was Jackie Torres of Buppy Baby. Y'all have a great week. Stay hydrated, beat the heat, and adios.